I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of Football Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business, as well as 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com forward slash football ramble and simply enter offer code RAMBLE11. Build a better place and call it home, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, as if you didn't know, and Pete's here. Hello, Marcus. A little bit coldy, aren't you, Pete? A little bit cold. It'll tis, be well. tis the season. At least, Luke. I, at least I turned up, though. Luke, I, I also turned up, yeah. all right? Yeah, and... Uh, Oh, he's not here again. Not yeah. here again. What the blazes? Has Jim oh. actually found a job? I'm <laughs> <laughs> not told us. The great thing is, he won't listen to this, no. so we can say what we want about him. <laughs> the uh, dirty... Oh, <laughs> Let us begin. Uh, Ryan Giggs has turned 40. Yes. Well done to him. Well done to him, well indeed. Well done. He's still playing for the current champions of England. Yeah. <laughs> what on earth? Uh, who's your favourite 40-plus footballer, Pete, from the ages? Uh, from Literally. the ages. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for Neville Southall. Lovely job. When he played for Bradford City and he was 40, 41 <laughs> years and 178 days. I thought you were going to say 41 stone. <laughs> he pretty much was. <laughs> have you seen him recently? Yes, I have. He's a man-mountain. Um, he played against Leeds and he, uh, he didn't do particularly well but and they lost 2-1. But uh, I did watch a best of uh, Neville All Southall. Right video quite recently and he's one of the the last goalkeepers to do really fancy saves but catch the ball yes they don't like do that, it no yeah. more they're like a palm everyone palms stuff away and you know sometimes mm. that's a little bit dangerous you're losing a corner at best mm-hmm. I think people should ha- try their very best to catch things well, I think that's probably because full stretch yeah once or twice a keeper would go and catch the ball and drop it and then of course it's mm. it's in the path of, of any striker I think if, they, if they think they can get a firm hand or wrist in it at least it's going to ricochet to safety yeah mm. but I do like the old catching culture I'm all for it that I, was prevalent yeah. in these great British isles well catching when Big Nev turned out for Bradford he was the walrus of Oh. A big, big, a big unit. Yeah, I mean, he was um, never there to play, was he? He was, he was, he was kind of a player coach, wasn't he? But then three of their keepers went down. <laughs> what, what, what did they go down with? <laughs> was was Neville suet. Was, was Big Neville ever a suspect? <laughs> That's what well, I'd like to let know. me have a go. Was yeah. it food poisoning? Because food poisoning <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be able to penetrate Neville's. Uh, to, be no. f- well, to be fair, they only lost two one, didn't they? It was against yeah. Leeds, wasn't it? Yeah, they only lost two one. He so. was. I mean, it should be said that he was a fabulous keeper. 
he, but he in his, was, in he his was, heyday. He, he really, was really best, was. He was one of the best keepers in Europe at one point. Yeah. That's in I was an enormously good goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the Dean Windows Hall of Fame yeah, on the website. Yeah, you want to hear yeah. more about Nev- Big Nev? Yes, absolutely. Luke? I'm delighted you went for Neville Southall because I was worried you were going to go for mine and I literally haven't got a backup route <laughs> uh, this time. Unlike Leeds. It's Unlike Bradford, be, I mean. Sorry. Mm. It's got to be fellow Dean Windows Hall of Famer. Um, Big Paolo Maldini. Ah! I'll say I'll just have three words to say, yes. and that's it. Five European Cups. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, very true. He won the same amount of World Cups as as uh, Neville Southall, though. Yeah, you, you imagine that. You imagine that he's probably not Nev Southall's size. It never will be. No, never will be. <laughs> Even if he just ate now for the for the rest. If he ate another Paolo Paolo Maldini, he wouldn't. Uh, yeah. he wouldn't got the size of Big Nev. Yeah, I mean, what is there to say about Paolo Maldini, Lukey? I mean, he was a lovely player. He was a fabulous, fabulous player. Terrific. Uh, solid. I've still got, got nothing forward. more to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah marvellous. Absolutely yeah, marvellous. Got, got a runners-up uh, medal in the World Cup. So so close. Yeah, no, he did, yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, that, to be honest, seven... And seven the Euros. Eight titles. Yeah, seven eight titles. Yeah, runner-up in the 2000 in the Euros. Yeah. Yeah, so... Big Paolo Maldini. And just, <sighs> he's just a man who... Even when he was 40-plus, he didn't really look that old. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he still looks great, yeah. There was talk of him uh, being brought into the Milan structure and set-up. Because um, I think he was—I think he got a job with PSG or something like that for a little while or something. But yes, uh, Paolo Maldini, wonderful answer. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go for Sir Stanley Matthews. Nice. Nicely done. Um, Pele said he taught us how to play football. That's an Englishman. Oh, something in the background there. Um, was that, that was my Stanley Matthews. That was my Pele alarm. If anyone mentions Pele, my phone starts to vibrate. Um, Big Stanley used to train with her weights on. Yeah. To keep himself sharp. Mm-hmm. Didn't he play... I'm pretty sure Stanley 50? Matthews played in a veterans game against Brazil for England when, when he was north of 70. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the case. I think it might well and be. We were harking back to that uh, Italian goalkeeper a few weeks ago who made that save, and he was about mm. 70 odd, wasn't he? Oh, 71, he was. Yeah, standing yeah. Off it. Do I have to play on the wing? Could you not put me in a holding role? Because yeah. <laughs> I am 70 now. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen that. And are 70. we playing with wing backs? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> do, you think, oh, though, God. do you think back in the day, though, with Sir Stanley Matthews, it was. Um, a different era of football. It was very much the professional game, and it was post uh, Second World War and all that kind of stuff. So, so maybe like the the idea of retiring at a certain age mm. wasn't. They just thought it's a Stan. Is he? Yeah. We'll just sort of see how long and until he if runs. He's good enough. He's young enough. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, just, uh, yeah. Sorry, Pete. Well, he wouldn't want to go into like green grocery like his peers would have done. Or yeah, they that, would have had like a butcher's shop or something. Uh-huh. He had yeah. very very um, long baggy shorts. They were almost uh, short trousers. Well, they were short well, trousers, of course, back in the day, but they were almost trouser-like. Yeah. I miss the, the, the kind of like late 90s kind of style of those sort of baggy <laughs> Sorry, the way you said that, trousers. I thought you were going to then go and offer an explanation as to why he, that's why he lasted so long in football. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for something extra like, no, all, no. all his tendons were probably quite warm. Apparently <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know. warm. Yeah. Maybe, that's the, maybe that's the key. Yeah. yeah. Think uh, about it. Ask Giggsy. Yeah, that is true. Mm. Honourable mentions of Roger, Roger Mir. Yes. <laughs> I say Roger Mir because that's how Barry Davis would yeah. pronounce it. Oh. I know it's Miller. I feel like so far this show's been the, the, a roundup of all the sort of best bits yeah. of the ramble in the past. Yeah. This is kind of a whole of Matthews, Matthews without Jim. Southall, Maldini. Jim not here. Yeah. Miller. Yeah, no Jim. <laughs> ah. Oh, got a, that bit got a laugh on oh, Marcus. Yeah. High fives all round. Yeah. High mm. fives all round. Um, oh, who's going to get the points? Oh, Probably Jim. 
Yeah, Jim's got um, <laughs> the Paolo Maltin, Luke Moore. Luke yeah, Moore, fair dues. I don't think they count him to Paolo. Cannot complain. Um, let's uh, start with the Premier League for a change. Uh, Cardiff zero, Arsenal three. Um, a young footballer, Aaron Ramsey, was, the, was at the centre of the uh, attention there. Now, some people tweeted me and said, oh, you're a bit annoyed that he didn't uh, celebrate his goals. Not so much, because he does have a, a, a big connection with that club, but he didn't apologise no. for scoring mm. those lovely goals. Mm. And that's, that's, I, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I think it got... Yeah. It, it got it got sort of dangerously close, though, to mm. a massive communal wank-off, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what, in here? <laughs> yeah, that, that's just... That's just Pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 know, I know what you mean. I, I think when it comes to our, our bugbear about not celebrating goals against old clubs and stuff... There is obviously a sliding scale here. Yes. If you spent a month yeah. on loan ten years ago, you, know, <laughs> you could probably celebrate against them. Mm. If you came through at the club and you, did, you know you moved on to progress your career and you've still loved them, and he was doing the Cardiff Ayatollah thing as well, wasn't he? That's sort of fair enough. But generally, I don't think the celebrating isn't the bad bit the no. bad bit is you've mm. scored both two goals against them <laughs> you've consigned them to defeat I know it looks like he's celebrating that but he's obviously just going to be celebrating a goal isn't he he's not be celebrating putting Cardiff for the sword of course so I think mm. it would have been acceptable for him to be as long as he doesn't do an Adebayor run the leg for well, the that, yeah, shove that without your asses. <laughs> I think it's yeah how if he's like diving into the crowd like, yeah. with his shirt off you know yeah. it might be a little bit revealing a t-shirt saying fuck off Cardiff and I, I do not <laughs> <laughs> I do not want somebody pulling up the seats at Cardiff's ground because it's a lovely little ground. Mm. Have you been? Them, uh... Oh, no, it wasn't a seat, was it? It was like a little kind of stool, wasn't it? They threw it out of Bayor. Mm. a disgruntled that fan. Was, I think that oh, was a seat that a steward sits yeah. on in front of the... Uh, <laughs> did the steward, even the steward was that annoyed. He's yeah. like, Adebayor, I'm having this. No, he got thrown as well. <laughs> oh, did he? Like, out of shot, out of shot. Did he volunteer to get <laughs> yeah. thrown? Throw me! Would you have liked, <laughs> would you have liked it? <laughs> Throw me, I hate him as well. <laughs> would you like it if, he, if Ramsey lift up his T-shirt and had a little shirt underneath saying, Darth little ground, see you yeah, that would have uh, that <laughs> wonderful. Absolutely. Or if wonderful. he just he just he had a massive um, boil that was on on the turn, and he just went in the corner flag and just squeezed it. Squeezed it. Be, that would have been nice. to fruition. Squeeze it to fruition. <laughs> How have you thought of that? I just thought the most repulsive thing that you could possibly do in and a ground. And then after he just went into one of the into the pitch side cam, just went. Oh. <laughs> oh, the relief. Yeah. As he walked off, he just went, yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, that's the tactical round, yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but should we talk about the game? Um, <laughs> well, uh, what about the moment when Giroud... He stopped playing. Play to the ref's whistle. <laughs> well, Rule two, number one. Two questions. Was there a whistle from the crowd or something? I don't. That, if there was, it was a, it was it was a good a, one. A good whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, was he actually? Was it actually touched on? Was he actually on offside? He was offside. So to be fair, but he, the guy made contact with it and touched it off. Yeah. So the lino didn't realise that. Uh, play on. Yeah, of course, play on. Yeah. I mean, what, two things um, that you told. As a, as a youngster, uh, don't play the ball across the face of your own goal <laughs> and, uh, and and play the referee's whistle. Yeah. <laughs> it puts me in mind of um, something that's been a bit of a bugbear of mine recently uh, that I've noticed. Is it Does it not annoy you when defenders appeal for offside? Yeah, it's, get on it, get yeah, on it. It's not mm. cricket. You haven't got to make an appeal to get a decision. <laughs> Just play on. If it, The linesman has never once in the history of the game gone 
Oh, yeah, you're right there. Put yeah, the flag but I think they have a favour everyone does it. I think they have a favour everyone does it. It kind of does sway. So, oh, something's happened. I've got a decision to make there. If you see no reaction from... Yeah, no, but if you see no reaction from the back four, back five of players, if everyone puts their hands up, it's like... To be fair... You know, I, if I was a liner, I'd be like... Eh. I think it's offside or it isn't, and the linesman's got... But you've got to them. remember, the liner makes it a they're very... Only hum- they're only human, Luke. True. They are human, and that is a problem um, <laughs> with refereeing officials. Cut off defenders' arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to see them have to run permanently with their hands in their pockets. <laughs> well, we need pockets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is one true. step at a time. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, uh, I, I, but I think Pete's got a point, isn't it? That, that if there is a whole stadium and uh, the back four are all appealing, it mm. does put enormous pressure on the officials. It's true. It, it must do. But I, my view would be, you play on, try, try your best to stop them scoring. And if it's offside, that's a bonus. Yeah, but if, if you think about a linesman, there will be a number of decisions where he thinks, I'm not sure about that one. And if nobody's appealed it, it's just that second where he thinks, oh, well, it's, I'm not going mm. to give it then because they're not going to complain. I mean, in Arsenal's kind of case, um, the captain of Arsenal decides whether the defenders are allowed arms <laughs> or not. Does, yeah. That is um, very... Yeah. That's a very and good if point. anyone who doesn't agree is not respecting the tradition of the club. Exactly. exactly. What's that all about? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Wenger said that he was annoyed that Flamini was cutting his sleeves off his shirt. Oh. And he said the captain decides whether we go long sleeve or short sleeve. Why have they got scissors? Why have they got knives? Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed. Maybe yeah. bit them off. As far as I'm concerned... Um, <laughs> This comes from the fact that John Cross at the Mirror completely lost his shit about it because he's an Arsenal fan, basically. Oh, yeah. And he just pursued the agenda. And then when, when people said, why are you doing this? He went, oh, it's not a big deal. Why are you talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> just asking you what you're doing. Column inch yeah. after column yeah, inch. Yeah. It is not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought Arsenal played well. Uh, it was a good win for them. Ozil was good. Flamini's goal was a beauty. It mm. was. It was. So was uh, Ramsey's, the, the header. Well, Ramsey's just unplayable, wasn't it, at the moment? Mm. You know but what I, mean? what I think is very encouraging for Arsenal is that... Um, They've gone to a place that uh, has been tricky. Mm. It will be tricky, as the Manchester clubs will testify to. And uh, and they've won three nil. And it's just it's it, title form. It, title form. Well, not according to everybody at the BBC and Sky Sports. Well, that one that one, <laughs> about Sky Sports, that one aberration they had against Manchester United aside, they look in great form. They really do. You know, and, and you'd have to be mental to not consider them title challenges now. I mean, the next got two home games coming up. It's Hull and Everton, mm. both winnable. You'd fancy them to beat Hull. Do you think there's a bit of an agenda with some of the, some of the pundits who have... I mean, Feng has been criticised, and probably fairly over the uh, over the years, um, but by so many of the pundits. But there does seem, if I may suggest, a slight anti-Arsenal agenda maybe but the fact is if well, that I, was I, I, I don't know if that's fair I, I know what you're getting at but if you put it in perspective Arsenal yeah. haven't won a trophy for a long time not won yeah. a league title for a long time mm. so it is sort of legitimate to question why that is okay. and they've looked for a weakness within Arsenal they've decided rightly or wrongly that the, the mental toughness is possibly the, the problem and, and whether they can last a distance, whether their squad's big enough. These are all legitimate concerns, I think. Okay. I, mean, I think they would be saying the same thing if it was like Man United under Moyes. They'd still be going, oh, Moyes has never won a title before. You know, like, can they do it? You know? yeah. And okay. I think when, when the transfer window like, what, like, comes around every single time, it's like, are they going to spend any money? Are they going to spend any money? Yeah. But I th- do you remember how, how big the Higuain story was? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you mean. We're not bothered now, are we? Christ. <laughs> oh, I, think, I think, as we've said before, you can get away with it as long as your midfielders are chipping in with a fair few goals. And Aaron Ramsey seems to be, be doing that lovely. So. Mm. Because, because yeah. Les Ferdinand said about Giroud, didn't he, this weekend as yes. well? That's another part of it. He said that Giroud, well, if Giroud doesn't even know he's offside or not, so maybe it might not be a big deal to to lose him. Yeah, they have had injury. I mean, Podolski's not played at all. Mm. I think he's on his way back now as well. Yeah, and right. obviously Walcott's uh, not been playing too much as well. So, uh, but yeah, another another great win for Arsenal. Another great win for Newcastle United. I hope you're preparing that jingle.
Right. Oh, yeah, I'm got it. Give you, give you uh, 10 seconds. Well, right. well, I'll just cut and paste the one cut, from last week's show. Fill it in, Mark. No way. Um, Newcastle are one point above Southampton. Mm. We've been raving about Southampton, as has everybody this season, rightly so. And at the start of the season, the first month or month and a half, whatever it was, um, Newcastle were derided mm. and lampooned, maybe, we could go as far to say, <laughs> and, uh, and slagged off. And they are a point above the Saints, which um, is quite remarkable. I think they've won the last four. Two points off third. Two points behind Manchester City, who have had some excellent wins this season. Yeah. Um, and Pete, what on earth is going on up there? It's pretty, Shola. Bl- Shola. Pr- pretty blooming good, isn't it? Well, it has kind of coincided with Shola's return to form. He's been brilliant the last you two returns of all. <laughs> He's found his he's found his level and that level is level thirty two because that's how old he is. <laughs> um, it's a World Cup year. It is. It is so he's, he's turning it on. Yeah. That was a, it was a really really Get good him match. on that plane. I think the most satisfying part of that goal uh, of that game was uh, definitely Brunt Scott to be honest. Because can you imagine hitting that ball like that? Yeah. There's uh, there's just something beautiful about leathering the ball as hard as you can into the roof of the net and hearing that. <laughs> Sort of noise of the net. So yes, you're choosing West you... Brom's goal. Yes, I am. That's the satisfying part. Not the Newcastle United winner from <laughs> Sissoko, which was arguably the goal of the weekend. It was more uh, whose header was it? Now it was somebody's header. Goofron, um, Goofron, into the path of into the path of um, who, who again? Goofron didn't, yeah. didn't um, you know? It was a cr- another goal <clears> from a header. Hang on. Money, money, money. Do you think Joe Kinnear plays that to uh, Mike Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> when he walks, Where's the money, money, money? Joe Kinnear and Sven Jonerick's steam tune. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, Kinnear, though, I mean, Locke Romy was his, was his man who brought in. It's a masterstroke, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, him, him, him massively he messing said, up. He said that squad did not need improving, really. <laughs> and, and, and you're two points by Manchester City. Who have, who have him? A club that has been under-invested. At time of recording, because <laughs> there are games this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I did, to Before be fair, I think, I think, I think Swansea's, Swansea's got a really, really heavy um, you know, set of fixtures the, la- the next couple of weeks, so I think tomorrow's match we might have a chance in. Less so with Manchester United at the weekend, but mm-hmm. I think... Uh, I think but is it the time for Newcastle? <laughs> I don't is think that's no, no, I don't think it is. Back in the it Champions was, League, was good to the see time the, for what? Back in the <laughs> Champions League football. It was good to see the uh, reciprocal uh, away uh, agreement between them and West Brom. 15 quid. Uh, for adults yes, and yes. five quid concessions, something really, really nice to see. It's something that it's something that should really continue at every ground. I think. My goodness, there's just a beacon of hope and light to yeah. the rest Look of the Premier just League. Bringing it, just bringing it for everyone. Bring right? it on, bring it on the good times. Jump on board our cheap fun bus, everyone. <laughs> they, they <had laughs> a club that's been run on fumes for the last three or four years, <laughs> but a great Ooh. win for Newcastle. And Pardew, reckon, the... and Pardew reckons he's going to win uh, League League and uh, Manager of the Month as well. Oh, little, little joke from uh, Pardew there. Yeah. At least he's not thanking Mike Ashley for the result anyway. <laughs> that one's for Ashley. <laughs> Fuck off, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> um, great win for for Hull City. They beat Liverpool three one. Yeah, um, it was a really good performance. Uh, Jake Livermore got a deflected goal to, um, to kick some the game hilarious off. Hilarious goals going in that one. Well, <laughs> Ger- Gerard, yeah, Gerard scored a, a free kick, and then Liverpool pushed forward. And and couldn't uh, penetrate that hull defence, and they yeah. looked pretty solid and sturdy, and then hit them on the break a couple of times. And there was uh, uh, right at the end, um, I think it, <laughs> it was Al Mohammadi, wasn't it? Yeah, would have that have made it four one? Yeah. That yeah. was a lovely move. Mm. Well, it really was nice. Um, he, yeah. he, he just couldn't, find, couldn't apply the finish. I thought Liverpool were quite poor, actually. Mm. I saw a, couple of, a friend of mine who's a Liverpool fan said that um, it was the worst... 
that he, they'd seen um, that they'd seen him play under Rodgers, well, which I think is maybe a, bit, a little bit bit of a stretch. But I mean, I, I'll take the point. What do you think of uh, Steve Bruce playing? Uh, did he play back three? I think he played a back three with his son in the heart of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I didn't know Steve Bruce's son was a player. That's he, poor knowledge for me. Has, I, he, has he played his subs? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to face up. Did he, I was I was unaware that one thing uh, I will say about Steve Bruce. Yes, is that uh, lovely man. His tracksuit bottoms are a joke. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so so tight on him. Pete, what do you think of Steve Bruce now? How do you like him now? now? How do you like him? I like him just as much as I did last week. I, I would love it. I'd love it if Hull finish in the top three. I'd love and it. And he comes into this studio playing, how do you like studio? me now? Looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like me now, Steve Bruce? Do you like me? Do you like, hang on. Do, is, that, is that Bobby? Been, Alex Bruce has been around for ages. Yeah, I know it's poor. I, I knew he was a poor boy. I just, I just forgot. Poor boy, Marcus. But, but I, think, I, I think they missed that Coutinho and uh, Sturridge. Yeah, continue came on though to no avail. Um, well, I, think, but Milo, I, think, I think Liverpool. Um, the thing with Liverpool is they start off really quickly, and I think it's one of, one of their tactics to, is to hammer teams straight from the off. I think, mm. I think it's going into that game. Seventy-five percent of their goals have been scored in the first half, yeah. mm. and I think they rely on getting their nose in front early and making it very difficult by keeping hold of the ball for, for teams to get back into it. And they couldn't do that against Hull. Well, Rod, yeah. And Hull got the sort of reasonably fortunate goal to mm. start with, and that sort of chucked their plans in disarray, really. Yeah, that's something that Liverpool have got to watch. Because, I mean, Rodgers, I know he's been there for, for a, little bit of, a little bit of time now, and it's a difficult job bringing in players and, and whatnot. But, um, but at Swansea, you know, the criticism of him, I mean, obviously he did a great job at Swansea, but what I think a lot of the Swansea fans would say, since Michael Laudrup was there, they've got a lot more attacking impetus yeah. and uh, with Rodgers there was a lot of sideways passing and just keep possession for almost possession's sake and not so much was done with it if there was a, a criticism because obviously they're incredibly grateful for the job he did there so perhaps Liverpool you know I mean Suarez and Suarez have, have, have been great this season but that could just remain well, a little bit of a problem from what I've seen the way to get at Liverpool is to get at them early mm. and, and don't let them sort of force themselves upon the game and I sort of hold, thought hold that, that quite well Aiden and abetted by that sort of deflected goal, which is pretty fortunate. There was quite a comedy moment when it was, I think, 2-1 to Hull. Yeah, it was, because it was when Hull scored their third. Mm. They broke from a corner, didn't they? And Turo was the only one back, playing him all on side. Yeah. And he was sorting his shorts out while the guy was t- attacking him. <laughs> he was looking for the with pockets. His, with, with his hand up, <laughs> hand up for offside. <laughs> doing his shorts off. I was like, hurry up! Look at the score in a minute. Oh, they have done. Yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy. I'm glad Huddleston's effort wasn't given as his goal. It definitely wasn't his goal. <laughs> the hair terrible. stays. It was a terrible finish. <laughs> he should have taken it the first time. It's going miles wide yeah. as well. There was, yeah, it was, it was a, as I said, there was a couple of very funny guys. The, the beach ball uh, from a few Seasons ago, just at home watching oh, Sunday. Going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, funny. And of course, there, um, Steve Bruce has gone to talk to uh, the chairman about the whole city. Hull City's name, Hull City Tigers. Imagine so. that. If, yeah, imagine if the chairman just went, "What are you doing here? You sacked." <laughs> you could do that. I want to change your name. Otherwise, you're sacked. Yeah, I want to change your name to Steve, Steve the Tiger. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got every time you uh, do an interview, you've got a growl. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a bowl of. Uh... <laughs> and you're only allowed to eat once a week. That'll be a struggle. Oh, well, I'll quit. You can't fire me. <laughs> to be fair, I think it'd be a struggle for anybody. Yeah, once yeah. a week. Much Pete. less Steve Bruce. Yeah. How long does that last for? Is it like a three day uh, <laughs> gorge? Yeah, well, fest? you're allowed to eat, like, you know, a massive side of animal. What's then... happening here? <laughs> Just, just the image of Steve Bruce blood all around his mouth. Going, yeah. Oh, we've not got sponsored breaks. Oh, sorry, I thought that was <laughs> one of them. Um, yeah, great win for for Hull. Um, a, a decent win. I say a decent win for West Ham. I mean, if you can't beat Fulham these days, then you've got to have a big long look at yourself. But a good win anyway. They've scored three mm. goals. Yol's been sacked. Yeah, yes. Martin Yol, Martin Lull. There we go. Yeah. He, um, he, came, uh, he came up with uh, at the end of the press conference just after the match. He said, uh, "I'll see you soon. I hope." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Oh. Du, 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 <laughs> tell you what, with, with, with Yoli, didn't he say something like, well, I didn't see it coming and it's a surprise and all? And I thought, wow, they are relaxed <laughs> at Craven Cottage. You just knew Musa Dembele came on. Have you and been he... watching the game? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember um, a good few weeks ago now in... Uh, oh, who was the side, the Confederations Cup, the small side? Tahiti. Oh, Tahiti, yeah. Yeah, in the Tahiti League, they, mm. they've got four points for a win, two points for a draw, one point for a loss. And the no, reason for that yeah. is we didn't want to see that anybody sad or something <laughs> like that. That's Do you lovely. think Yol thought that was, was brought in? Sure, <laughs> all right, we're picking up points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Martin, you're not, and, when, you, and you've got to go. But when you did see Moussa Dembele coming on and within seconds his hamstring went, I thought, mm. well, his looks, his looks through, isn't it, really? The writing's <laughs> on the wall when um, Moonestine came in, really, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> but, but that apparently, mm. he, apparently he came in with... Uh, with Yol's kind of recommendation, which seems really, really strange. Why would you suddenly throw money at uh, at him in the January transfer window? I mean, it's coming up, and he said that they need investment, but, Pat, you Pat, know... Pat Garrett was in Billy the Kid's gang. It's true. I think that, you know, Martin Yol was a bit... I do like Martin Yol stuff, and... and but I mean, he it, did a terrible job yeah, at Fulham. If he was if he was given more money in January, I think he would just come up with a much more, even more unbalanced side. <laughs> they don't make it. Yeah. Signs don't really make any sense. Yeah, know? but apparently over the last five transfer windows, they've spent four million pounds net. So like, it's not like right. they're, they're they're splashing the cash left, right, and centre, and they're quite a, a well-off club. But they certainly were. Yeah, well, they should. They are at the moment. It'd be interesting to see how Moonstein gets on because there's always talk that like coaching and managing is different. Of course it is, um, but it seems to be automatically assumed that. He's not going to be successful because yeah. he's not managed before. And I think he's managed once at Bromby and he managed briefly over in Russia, Andrew, didn't he? Yeah. But, I mean, there have, been, there have been coaches in the past that have done well. Like uh, Steve Clark's done a pretty good job. Yeah. And, and you know, people in the, in the past, assistants who've come in and, and, and um, taken over the main job have done okay. So it, could, it, might, it might not necessarily um, go badly for him, but it, it does depend on... Um, on who they sign in January, he needs to get some hard-working players in there mm. who, who defend from the front. We need to get them motivated because yeah. not only do they look um, like nothing's happening for them playing-wise, they just don't look bothered. No, mm. well, they Which got is... out-fought by West Ham, didn't they? Essentially, because West Ham—it's yeah. not like West Ham have been banging the goals in playing this free-flowing football. West Ham were in real trouble. To be fair, Carlton Cole was back. Yeah, well, yeah, back amongst the goals as exactly, well. Exactly, and that's a, that's a worry in itself. <laughs> um, uh, there were other goals in London on the weekend. Spurs 2, Manchester United 2. It was a Kyle Walker free kick under the wall. Yeah, that was a poor wall. Should, should walls jump? <laughs> I'm not getting involved. We got shouted at last week. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Everton, Everton won. Yeah. Even Didn't though we... I, I maintain that I was right. Yeah. You're always right. I was right. I, th- I think a wall probably should jump if a bit further away. It depends on the distance, yeah. Yeah. Depends on the distance. I've always jumped in a wall. And do jazz hands at the same time. If yeah. you can. Yeah, if you can. By your side, otherwise you might get a handball. That's true. <laughs> that is very but yeah, I think they made it very hard for De Gea, didn't they? You couldn't see it till, till late. I mean, you possibly could have done a bit better. Oh, Sandro's goal. That was a beauty, wasn't it? <sighs> what a goal. Rival Sizoko's for goal. Soldado sunk to his knees in celebration, didn't he? <laughs> Absolutely loved it. He's got to celebrate someone's goal. He's got to yeah. celebrate his own. Uh, Wayne Rooney um, got two goals either side of that. Did you hear what Garth Rooks said about Wayne Rooney? No. Um, I'll read it to you. Garth Crooks included Wayne Rooney in his um, Team of the Week on the BBC website. Yeah. Um, and, and what he does, if you, if you haven't seen it, is he, he does a little paragraph on each player that he's chosen. Yeah. The paragraph of Wayne Rooney, right, hmm. I, re- I will read it to you as it's written. <laughs> it is bizarre. <laughs> he's okay. a very bizarre man. So he does. This, this, is the, this is the write-up about Wayne Rooney's performance this weekend. It's Crooks luck. Crooks luck. From start to finish. Right? Mm. There's no, no, I've not taken anything out or added anything to it. It's exactly how it's written, <laughs> from start to finish. I was speaking to my Uncle Ben on Saturday. Yeah, good, <laughs> good, it's strong. 
He's said, got an opinion. And said that Aaron Ramsey was almost certain to be the unanimous choice for Footballer of the Year. He took the glass of champagne out of my hand and said, <laughs> You mean Wayne Rooney, don't you? I told him that he'd made a very good point and promptly went home. <laughs> yeah. Did he like, get his champagne back? He'd had too much to drink. He was it. mouthing off. That's why Wayne Rooney's in the team of the week this week. Yeah, yeah. Nothing about his performance. Uncle Ben. Yeah, very strange. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben and the champagne incident. I agree with Uncle Ben. Wayne really played very well this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Now get back to it. Yeah, thanks, Um, thanks, I will. Right, okay. Um, What about Vish Boas? He responded to certain criticisms from the media, didn't he? Saying that they were questioning his integrity, human values and his professionalism. Do you think he's... I, th- I think he may have just gone a little bit too far. I, th- I think he thinks he's a marked man in the media, and to a certain extent, to s- some sections of the of the uh, of the media, he's right. Mm. Yeah, uh, there's two separate points, isn't there? One is, do I agree with it? Yes, mm. I think it's probably true. I mean, there's loads of red nap friends in the media. Mm-hmm. He's a foreign guy, so th- that's got that comes with its own problems to some of the more unsavoury parts of the football press, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, is it the best way of going about it? Maybe not. Yeah. If it, if it were me, I'd probably just get on with it. Yeah. I, I, I'll retweet it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, he, you could say he's a marked man, but then Pulis at Palace, people have been... You know, they, they, they've questioned him a lot and, uh, and, and and Allardyce gets a bit of treatment in some sections of the press <coughs> as well. Love they both Allardyce. think... Uh, well, no, sorry, Pulis as well. Lots of people love Allardyce, don't they? Yeah. Uh, what I would say is that if what? you... When he was being asked what he meant by certain points, he was saying, well, um, don't need to explain that. It's like, well, you kind of do if you're going yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be on the offensive. Uh, Pulis was on the sort of back foot, front foot at times, wasn't he? And Gary Lineker asked him, are you going to use the same kind of tactics that you've used? And immediately he's like, well, I mean, you know, the kind of tactics... <laughs> <laughs> to keep you in the division for, for, for six years and get you to a cup final and play in Europe, you know. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I, I understand what you mean. I, th- mm. I think that, going back to the game, Spurs look much better when they play with a bit of tempo. As I oh, said yeah. before, they, 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 they sort of drive the pace up, play with a lot more intensity. Even if it gets a team like May United, they've got a lot of quality. And they can they can cause teams problems just when they do this ponderous slow but, stuff. But Spurs always it is a tradition down there. I mean, it's difficult to say which English sides play with a certain style because we don't have directors of football. You've just got the manager who's parachuted and then off he goes in the next one. Mm. But um, but but you would say Spurs actually the the, the tradition is a high tempo game down there and, and quite exciting football. And uh, and and maybe the the City result the six nil was a kick up the arse as if to say come on yeah. you've got these. Fantastic players. Okay, some of them. But he changed up a bit. He put Dembele yeah. in. He did well. He put Paulinho further forward. Yeah. He also did well. Um, and it, and it did sort of seem to make a difference. Yeah, something exactly. to build on for them, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So a bit better from from Spurs. Uh, before we leave uh, England, we've uh, got to mention a few sackings in in the, in the championship. <laughs> a few. Yeah, in the all, league. Yeah, there's the hat trick. Uh, Wigan sector. I mean, called just after five months in charge and um, and, and Flickcroft, uh, Barnes, and Dave Jones sacked by by Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Well, it's weird that we didn't sack Cole so early, given that he stopped with uh, Martinez for so long. Yeah, yeah. that's right. A bit of, uh, uh, some brighter news from um, the Championship was that Middlesbrough signed Shea Given. He's one of the few players to have played for all three North East clubs. But he just wants to play football. Yeah, yeah. Do you not think, because the Martinez thing with um, with Whelan, is it like... I know, I think Whelan's a bit of an idiot, but he... he with the, <laughs> what I mean with the Martinez thing is that, is that Martinez was continually linked to beer clubs and, and William would say I'm not going to stand in his way and he seemed mm. quite reasonable about that mm-hmm. and he's acted quite unreasonably uh. coil. I know yeah. they've had a bit of a bad run but I mean, he's not been there that long has True. he? True, I mean but maybe though if, if Martinez has set the club up and he thinks I want this to continue I want to go in this direction Why well, I, feels... I know a call then? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but he, if he thought Coyle was a man he talked a good 
um, chat in the interview, and then perhaps he feels Cora's has veered them off in a direction. He thinks, no, I don't want that, and they've talked, and he thinks, well, let's nip it in the bud now and and, and move on. Or it just could be a poor decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah I suppose so. I mean, I mean, they're mid-table, and they've got. I mean, to be fair, they are competing in the Europa League as well, so it's difficult for them. If they're six mm. points off to play off, something like that, it's not really the end of the world. I suppose maybe he wants to give them a bit of time to rebuild in January when the yeah. transfer that, that sort of thing. So absolutely, absolutely. Let's go to um, the Liga. And uh, Real Madrid beat Valladolid 4-0. Gareth Bale with a perfect hat-trick. Left foot, right foot, header. Nice. Um, nice. He's having a great time, isn't he? Has he scored more goals than, than Spurs have scored? Well, he's scored nine I'd love that this season, I think. <laughs> Must be about similar then. Yeah, he's nine under. and 13. If you reduce it, if you take off the Europa League scores, I guess, you're probably yeah. about yeah. that. But, I mean, bear in mind, obviously, there was slight concerns about injury and fitness and uh, lack of pre-season when he went there. He's, he, I mean, is this a surprise? Should people really be surprised that Gareth Bale's playing very good football? No. No, no, not the slightest. Not the slightest, but he was he was quite injured when he was yeah. being forced to get on the field. Well, that's what seemed. we said. We said he was being picked for political reasons mm. and yeah. stuff. So. There you go. And, and Benzema got the other one, if you uh, wanted to know and couldn't be bothered checking the internet. Um, Athletic Bilbao won Barcelona nil. Yeah. Crisis. Crisis <laughs> times. Two games in a row yeah. uh, that they've lost. Barcelona. That's the first league game they've lost. Stra- yeah. I think they were, they've occupied the top spot for 53 weeks. Wow, okay. wow. That's on a Brian Adams-esque. Oh, hang on, they're still... Maybe in, on, on point, because they're on the same they point. They are top. They are top Atleti, of goal difference, Atletico yeah. Madrid, yeah. Or, go, or I mean, head, whatever it is, yeah. but they're definitely still top. And, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing well. I'm sure... I'm sure I read that Tata Martino is one game away from having the best ever start to a season by Barcelona. Yeah, quite possibly. So I don't think it's quite crisis. I think Bilbao's <laughs> a difficult place to go. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're without, fourth in the league and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're without Messi, obviously. They're not a one-club man, but uh, but that's obviously going to About ten effect. days ago, they won 7-0. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> um, funny how well, didn't it? Yeah, so get off their backs. Uh, but it makes it um, an interesting, uh, interesting run. Well, let's go Madrid aren't going anywhere, are they? They seem to be keeping the pace no. quite, quite easily. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and obviously Madrid have moved uh, within three points of, of the, the top two. So, uh, ooh, could have an exciting finish. Yeah. Who knows? Finish. Christmas. Let's get that out of the way first. Uh, Serie A. Serie A. Um, something that's uh, that's potentially happening is is old Ricky Kaká showing signs of old. Is he back? Is he coming back? But Milan won three one uh, away to Catania. Montalivo and Balotelli scored as well as Kaká. But if you <laughs> saw him uh, against Celtic, that that sort of run he made, the, the glide. And he has got a glide on him. Briskly mm. glides up the pitch and sets up, and he's getting on like the score. Like a banner, like a naughty banner. I thought, bloody hell. I wouldn't want to be pacing somebody like a glide like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather somebody that. else is aware of the World Cup year. Uh, <laughs> you know, just a bit. Uh, what, do you, what do you reckon, Kaka? I mean, could he make the Brazil squad? I mean, they do have very good midfielders, and he seems pretty set up. It's always so competitive, isn't it? But you can imagine the Brazilian players being so motivated ahead of a World Cup in their own country mm. that, you know, you never know. You never know. And they do have a history of, like, kind of, the South American teams do have a history of putting people in. And go, yeah, look, it was him, though, innit? <laughs> look at that. <laughs> look at that, it's him. And they're also about a billion points off the top, aren't they, Milan? 20. Sorry. 20 points off the yeah, top yeah, yeah. In, in December. <laughs> it really is bored, yeah. poor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Dear, oh dear. Um, Roma drew one all away to Atalanta. The last minute equaliser, they're still unbeaten, but struggling without Totti. 
They've yeah. drawn their last four league matches. And Juventus have, 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 have leapfrogged them, haven't they, now at the top of the table? So. Yeah, you've got a good win at home to Udinese. Injury time winner from Lorente. Um, and there was just over 12,000 uh, children, school children, cheering on Juventus in place of the UV Ultras who'd been banned. Yeah. I like that. Get the Ultras out, get the kids in. Yeah, that didn't go very well because they got fined because uh, the school kids kept on shouting swear words at the keeper. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. you see? Ooh, Melda. That's what happens shit. with a little Ooh, shit. Little sods. Yeah. I don't, but, you get them out again. <laughs> get the ultras back. Yeah. Show oh, it who shit at the keeper when you take a goal kick. That's that's just part and parcel of the game, rude. Might, yeah. be, uh, <laughs> might not be there, Peter. It really is. Might not be there. Yeah. Um, and oh, this yeah. was a, a nicer one. Uh, Antonio Cassano scored his 100th Serie A goal. That lovely volley. The marking Palmer. was terrible, to be fair. It's a great finish. He just, just stood in front of everyone. You I'm going to hit this. You can only finish what's played in front of you yeah mm. yeah. as Big Nev says <laughs> <laughs> just before the goal he actually says there's no point marking me I'm going to score anyway <laughs> yeah. alright fair enough <laughs> it is my destiny yeah. cheers um, in Ligue 1 PSG beat Lyon 4-0 in the big one there that's Latin penalty was lovely stuff a dink to the top corner yeah. smiling before it even went through the six yard box yeah. that's what I liked about it yeah. <laughs> and I know that I know this sounds crazy and I'm sure the goalkeeper knows much better than I do but to me it looked like he was Gonna do that? Mm. It wasn't even like he disguised it that well, was it? He, he, but you look at like Palenka when he took that back in the day. It's like, uh, but that had never been done before then, so you can understand why. Yeah. I would argue that it's not even strictly Palenka because it, it was more of a. I think even if the keeper stood up, he'd have to do a big old jump to get that so it was more ball. Of a dink, really. Yeah, it was yeah. more of a dink. I, I would argue that wasn't a true. Yeah. Well, I'll tell him. He's not earned his beer and chocolate yet. I think he'll, I think he'll definitely care. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, good old Zlats. Uh, what about this? Let's go to Colombia uh, to finish up the main part of the show. Um, now, Colombia, it's a political one here, but it's linked to football. Stay with us. Um, <laughs> Colombia has had many years of unrest in certain parts of the country, as many of you cultured listeners will be aware. Rebel, rebel groups clashing with, with government forces and whatnot. And this, this has been going on for nearly 50 years. Who is the man to say, enough's enough? Carlos Valderrama. Oh, mm. the kid. On the weekend, he put it out there that Colombia's biggest rebel group, FARC, um, should play a peace football match with the Colombian government in an attempt to negotiate an agreement to end this conflict. FARC are up for it. Yeah, bring it on, they For say. FARC's sake, <laughs> they are up for it. OK, um, the, the, the match of peace is going to go ahead by the looks of it. There's, there's, there's actually two matches that's going to be played, one in, in Havana in Cuba and the other in the Colombian city of Santa Marta. Now, on their blog, on the FARC blog, they said they're, they're fanatical about football. Um, and I, I did this like quote. This quote's pretty. Isn't it just? They yeah. said, the members of our fronts and companies organise merry informal games in which dribbles overhead and scorpion kicks and goal saves camouflage themselves into the colours of the mountains. Oh, that's poetic, that. Mate, yeah, but just, aren't. It's yeah, but time for a change. On their blog, go, we love football, us, yeah. when we're not f- fighting. Yeah. <laughs> football and fighting. Football. A bit like yourself, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> hey? Hey. Um, but, yeah, we're up for that, are we? I'd like to see what happens. I'd like <laughs> you to keep us posted. <laughs> Which I definitely will be on that blog. Of, uh, <laughs> do we get to talk about the fun. World Cup draw next week? Yeah, yeah we do. Mm. About time. Mm. About time. I see our fate. Switzerland, Iran and Algeria will that, be me. You, I, I thought Maybe about that. Maybe we can grow into the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. And just, I thought, we'll only stuff it up. <laughs> Switzerland are quite good. They'll probably beat us. Yeah, can't beat Algeria. Mm. And in Iran, all you know, France will get your group. That's what everyone says. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd probably uh, a sort of semi-tricky one. You would you? Yeah. But Switzerland beat Spain last time. Don't forget. 
They did. Mm. So they definitely beat us. Um, so, yeah, th- but that'll be very interesting for next week's show. As long as they are Iron Robin doing a knee slide, a really bad one, I'll be happy. Cutting his knees and... Cutting his knees up. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's all we can hope for. Uh, let's go to Pete's game. Yeah, let's go to Pete's game. Uh, this, uh, these clues come from uh, none other than Joe Ward. Thank you, Joe Ward. And uh, Muzzy, is it's a knockout? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good, okay. good. good. Right, I feel uh, under pressure now. I can't yeah. to hear his name. Head on, head on. Uh, I was born on the 20th of September 1967 in Coquitlam, uh, in Canada. Stop. Paul Pesky Salida. <laughs> no. Good. My middle name is Lorne. Stop. Thomas Rosinski. No. Uh, I made my debut in England in 1985 playing for Ipswich Town. Stop. Craig... Forster? No, that's the case. Stop. Craig name. Forrest. Craig Forrest. Yeah! Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done. <laughs> 263 caps for uh, them before moving to West Ham United in 1987. I won the oh. CONCACAF uh, Gold Cup. Enough of that. I want to know who Craig Forster is. <laughs> <laughs> and golf itself, isn't he? No, no, Andy Coles would have scored five against me. Mm. Uh, I was also in golf for West Ham when Manchester United beat us uh, 7 1 in 2000. I am Greg Forrest. I feel like Thank Jermaine Defoe. Up yours. I'm Ward. the nude. <laughs> I am the nude. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Yeah. It was there to be put fair in. Dues, the fair dues. If it was there, it was there to be put in. Your mistake on that was yeah. to to guess when you didn't fully know their name. Yeah. I, I uh, Listen, as I was worried that Luke hadn't won for a little while. He may have won last week, I can't remember. And a I gift. thought, I'm going to gift him that. I'll take it. Yeah, fair I enough. I will take it. Uh, that's all not true. Uh, <laughs> any correspondence? Yes, with well, the question of the week this week was, after the cruel, cruel sacking of Big Martin Yole, Cruel at all? <laughs> well, it's cruel to the, to the hearts and minds of the football going public. I think. <laughs> cruel, unless you're a Fulham fan. Yeah. Um, where can you see him? Where can you see him finding gainful employment next? Is the uh, is the question? Uh, David Graham straight in there. I'd like your guys' opinion on this. Mm-hmm. He could tour the land, giving hugs for two pound, read bedtime stories for <laughs> ten pounds, or narrate your life for a day for only two hundred pounds. <laughs> I like that. I like that to rate your life yeah. for a day. But that, that tweet sort of implies that he is some sort of agent associated with Martin Yole. Yeah. <laughs> he can narrate your life for a day for only £200. Like, he's actually agreed that price yeah. with Martin yeah. before. Do you think Martin would be up for that? Punch a man on some waist ground for 300 <laughs> <laughs> Strip to the waist. I think, I think Yole's a bit... I think he's a lovely, lovely fella, but I think there's a tough side to him which mm. he would exploit more in his next employment. You wouldn't want him reading the bedtime story to you if he was in a bad mood. No, sure. absolutely. No. What else you got? Um, a bouncer outside a nightclub in the Fulham area so we can kick out any of those mouthy geezers who are slagging them off. I agree with that. I was going to say a doorman myself. That's actually. from Ed yeah. Baker. Um, Matt says we'd like him back at Spurs just to give AVB a cuddle so he knows it'll all be okay. Yeah, nice. Ed Baker? That's his name. I thought he was going to sort of say, hey, I wanted to model a line of suits and whatnot. It's from, te- from, from Ed, <laughs> Ed Baker. Baker. Ed Baker. <laughs> well, Ed Baker was the bouncer suggestion. That one about uh, Spurs was from Matt. Okie dokes. Um, Michael Craven pops in with a dig. Craven. Yeah, he says uh, he'll probably beat Pete to the voiceover job for the next football manager game. Oh, yeah. Football manager. Back to your cottage, Craven. <laughs> it's an obvious one. Um, let's have a look. Jamie Wallace says he's the nicest, mean-looking bastard going. So a security guard in Marks and Spencer. He can scare the ruffians and help the nice old dears. Yeah, Marks and Spencer or Waitrose. Yeah, fine. I know yeah. Jamie. Went to school with him. Oh, I wouldn't have read that out if I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> Accusations of nepotism yeah. abound. Uh-huh. Uh, Max, probably, probably be little then, wouldn't it? Yeah, Max Hebdit <laughs> on the Facebook says, an Amsterdam coffee house. Imagine Big Yol sipping an espresso and sharing a jazz fag with Berber, who's sketching Joel's oversized face while they discuss Euro 80. Lovely. Now you're talking. That's not a job, though, is it, really, Max? Uh, no, well. Can you get paid for that? 
What, like, oh, so Berbatov's <laughs> sketchy muse. Mm. Lovely. I like that one. And we'll mm. finish off by it with, mm. from Joe Burgess on Twitter. He says, I'd like to see him as a cowboy. What's more majestic than a big Martin Yo in tight denim, lassoing a steer, plus all his best moments have been in Spurs? <laughs> okay. good. good, good. There you go. Yeah, lovely. One of those next week. There you yes. go. Well, I'm afraid that. Oh, before we go, uh, Absolute Radio. Okay, Absolute Radio, point. yes. Uh, we are off to Stoke. They're hosting Chelsea at the Britannia. And uh, Russ Williams is going to be joined by Deacon Blue at 1 oh, yeah. 30. So there you From go. From Scotland, I think, Deacon Blue. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's. So uh, well done to them. Did they not get run, Rick? Did they not get run, Rick? That's Saturday afternoon. Texas not available. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get on with it. Okie dokes. Well, that's the end of the show this week, ladies and gentlemen. Get in touch with the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is football, at Football Ramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Mm. Get on the website. We've, uh, the, the, the lovely Kelly is uh, doing uh, tweeting lots of updates. She's bloody um, funny, that woman. It's, honestly. Uh, she, she did. She did a good. Yeah, should be should be here instead of Jim. Frankly, yeah. uh, you should. Uh, so well done, Jim. All right. Yeah. You better get back here soon. Um, she's done a really good uh, Photoshop of uh, Yol as the East Island statue, or one of them, mm. which is very lovely. Yeah, we like that. Yeah. So excellent. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, team. <laughs> This episode of Football Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business, as well as 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com forward slash football ramble and simply enter offer code RAMBLE11. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.